0: What's up, Whittier?
1: Welcome to What's Up, Whittier, a homegrown podcast.
0: A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Hey,
1: everybody. Producer Christine here with this week's community corkboard announcement. On Friday, January 10th at 6 p.m., join Sustainable City and California Yimby for their happy housing hour at Guild Hall, 6741 Bright Avenue. And this is a really great event. You're going to be able to learn about, you know, what type of legislation and what we are doing in regards, when I say we, I mean the state of California, what are we doing in regards to helping out the homelessness situation and homelessness prevention with housing. As many of you know, I am running for mayor for the city of Whittier. Thank you so much for everybody who has supported me already. And if you would like more information, please visit christineforwhittier.com and go to at christineforwhittier on all social medias. Totally appreciate it. And I would even more so appreciate your vote and your support on March 3rd, 2020. But I just want to let you know, we have a lot of events, you know, because we understand that it's important to get the word out to the community. I am all about informing the public. I'm all about informing Whittier, so this is what we're doing. On Sunday, January 12th from 3 to 5 p.m., we are hosting a homelessness town hall and question and answer forum at Roadhouse Grill, 1516 Whittier Boulevard, Whittier, California 90603. So far today is January 7th. We have two panelists. I am going to be the moderator, then your next mayor, Christine Singer Luna, as the moderator. And I'm going to have Alexandra from California, yes, in my backyard to talk about housing legislation. And then I'm going to have Assembly District 57 candidate, Vanessa Tyson. She's running to replace Ian Calderon since he stepped down and is not seeking re-election. Vanessa Tyson is actually a policy professor. She teaches public policy at Scripps College, which is part of the Claremont College. Um, It's the all-females college. So Vanessa's so great. I've had the opportunity to meet with her, to talk with her. We agree on many of the same issues. And so not only is this an event to, you know, campaign for herself, but it's also an opportunity for us as Whittierites to learn what we're doing at the state level. Because at the end of the day, I know, and again, you can learn more information on Christine for Whittier. At the end of the day, there's only so much Whittier can do. Whittier does not have all the resources to solve the issues that we have right now to help people that don't have a home we don't have a lot of resources allocated for that but I know that what I have to do as your next mayor of Whittier is talk to our LA County supervisor Janice Hahn I need to talk to our uh, local state senator, Bob Archuleta, and currently it's Ian Calderon, but I want to not only support the next assembly member, Vanessa Tyson, but I know that Vanessa and I are going to have to work together in order to bring these funds to our area. So again, please make it out. That's going to be on Sunday, January 12th from 3 to 5 p.m. at Roadhouse Grill. On Tuesday, January 13th, join the Whitwood Branch Library for their Hello January bingo. Whitwood Branch is located at 10537 Santa Gertrudes Avenue, Whittier, California, 90603. Bring the family to the library this evening for a couple rounds of bingo. There will be prizes for all ages, geared for ages 5 and up. Again, this is January 13th at 6.30 p.m. All right, and so the last event that I want to share is taking place next month, Sunday, February 9th at 3 p.m., it is the Weir Regional Symphony's All-American Salute. Celebrating our American heritage, there will be Gershwin, Rhapsody in Blue, Bernstein's On the Town, and Copland's Symphony No. 3. So there will be a featured soloist, Mon Lang Bai, piano player. She won the 2019 Young Artists Competition. So again, please join us. There will be a Kids Corner that begins at 2.15 p.m., So again, thank you so much, and I want to give a big shout out over to Fred Zermeno. He is the president of Whittier Regional Symphony. And yeah, definitely check it out. Again, it's a free experience. We don't have to go all the way to Walt Disney Concert Hall in downtown LA or any of these other big halls because the Whittier Regional Symphony is bringing this culture and art to our community. So again, very grateful for that. And you know, Whittier Regional Symphony is just one of many organizations in our community that's bringing art and culture. As many of you know, I am a cultural arts commissioner. One thing that I've done as a cultural arts commissioner is I asked in regards to having a mural policy, now we are developing a mural policy. We are going to have murals in Uptown Whittier, in East Whittier, South Whittier, where we can, and I'm excited about it, and I'm honored to be part of a commission that wants to bring this new type of legislation, this new type of policy to our city of Whittier so thank you everybody so much for sticking around what's up whittier and tuning into what we got to say today this is our third anniversary i can't believe you have been supporting this podcast for three years i am so grateful when i met remo and jesse at forking good cafe i never imagined that i that any of us would be where we are today and we couldn't be doing this without your support without your encouragement without your positivity and kind words in the community thank you so much If your friends don't know about the podcast, let them know about it. Tell them to check us out wherever you find podcasts. Go on Spotify, Stitcher, um, iTunes, Google Play Music. Honestly, wherever you find podcasts. And check out our new website, what'supwhittier.xyz. You can also check out our social media, what'supwhittier, on Facebook and on Instagram. We do pop in on a live uh, sometimes here and there. But what's really cool that we have coming up is we have our city council candidate episode forum coming up, which is a long form opportunity for candidates running for city council to talk about their campaign and to answer our questions. You know, Remo and Jesse and I, you know, we're business owners. I live here. Remo lives here. Jesse lives in South Whittier. Um, But, you know, they are building up Whittier. They're selling homes here. They're adding ADUs here. Um, me, I'm doing developing a radio station here and I'm running for office. So we all have concerns that don't just affect us, but they affect everybody else, including you who are listening to this podcast. So please tune in for that. Check out all of our social media since you're on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. you can follow Jesse at j2 Architects and see what great stuff that they're doing for our community. If you're looking to buy or sell a property, head on over to Remo the Realtor. You can check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and go to realtor.com And you can check out me, Producer Christine. I have a website called christinesingerluna.com. Or, you know, more importantly right now, it's all about the campaign. Go to christineforwhittier.com so you can contribute, sign up to volunteer, sign up for a yard sign, and honestly just bring freshness, bring fresh ideas to the city council. Um, I'm gonna do an update in regards to the homelessness uh, situation that we have going on here. Last night there was an emergency city council meeting in regards to what to do about Parnell Park. What are we gonna do there? It's like ground zero right now. So again, please hop on over to Christine Furwoodier on Instagram to check out that update. And also, I have a podcast called Issues with Christine, and I talk about everything. Everything, all the issues going on in our community. And most recently, I talked about homelessness and the police, Woodier PD. So thank you so much, everybody, for your support. And yeah, visit our website, www.whatsupwhittier.xyz. Thank you so much for subscribing, for downloading, for leaving us reviews on iTunes, and for overall being a Whittierite this is you friendly town and I love my neighbors so we do this for you thank you everybody take it away Jesse and Remo
2: what's up what are
0: you oh that was loud huh thank, thanks, Remo. W- welcome to the
2: 2020 dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. that one came in with uh, blasting cannons and uh sparkles and yeah, man.
1: Tons of
2: explosions.
1: Yes. yes. Good morning. Welcome. What's up, Woody? Yeah. How you guys doing? It's 2020.
2: Man, 2020, man. That's it's uh um it, it's it it feels like it's something out of a sci-fi movie, mm-hmm. right? Because you think 2020, but at the same time, it's it's a little scary too because it just means we're getting older.
0: It does. How was your guys' New Year's Day celebration?
2: It was quiet. I mean, yeah. Christine, did you, uh, did you do any spe- anything special?
1: Um, no, I was just I was house-sitting in Seal Beach, and so I just you know, had to be responsible for the dogs because of the fireworks that were going on, so I didn't really go out or do anything. But, um, you know, this whole month has been really a time to celebrate all the holidays in Uptown. We had the parade. We had the Sonata. Um, I know that there were some great parties up here in Uptown, which was awesome. But yeah, no. Mostly just kept it quiet and rang in the new year, just setting goals and intentions for the next decade, there you and go. reflecting on the, on the and reflecting on the last decade. You know. Nice. Yeah.
2: And by the way, we're 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 at the uh, brewery today, recording uh, live at the uh, Whittier Brewery. Um. So if you hear if you hear a lot of a lot of people in the background, it's because uh, we have a live audience.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
2: people that are, don't know there are
1: our audience yeah.
0: But, yeah. yeah we're in the in the padu area and we're not next to the fire
1: <laughs> you, you're a little chilly in the room huh? and, and, uh, and cool.
2: having a couple of beers man I mean uh, this is their green leaf paleo,
1: yes which we had in our last episode with ricardo
2: Nice. Nice.
1: But it's really awesome ever since they've opened. Because I've seen it. Well, so have you, right? Soft openings, right? Yeah, yeah, this is the soft opening. And it's just been such an incredible response from the community. And it's like, this is what everyone's been waiting for. And it's exactly, well, I don't know if it's exactly, but it is the vision that we all saw, right? Which is like all those people in there eating, talking, enjoying each other's time and bonding over food. I think it's beautiful.
0: Nice. Remo? Yes. What did you, you do go. for New Year's? No, I uh, I went to my brother's. My brother is the uh, single bachelor left, kind of in the family, and so he throws good parties. And <laughs> so we were there, and uh, and uh, we had a, a, a good old time. We enjoyed a, a couple um, Hennessy drinks, and when I say a couple, that's pretty loose. <laughs> we we had uh, uh, the good thing is you know one thing I know we're going to talk about is kind of what is going on in our world obviously where you guys know we're expecting our first
1: Yay! so exciting Congratulations. baby not not
0: another furry uh no furry baby really you know, if it, fur was to me, it would be but no um but the benefit that comes with that is obviously there's a designated driver oh, yes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so hilarious. which is great so uh we normally do take ubers on uh, new year's but this year we uh took my beautiful wife who drove us home safely so we had, a, we had a good time, celebrated with family, my brothers, cousins, and we have a pretty big uh, group of good close friends as well that came, so it was a good time. Nice. Yeah. Talking about 2020, um, you know, they, they mentioned, uh, my brother says it's a roaring 20s party. And yeah. I thought, wow, uh, you know, that's a kind of unique idea, and I never linked it with it's the 20s, 2020. Yeah, like and 1920s. And I see everyone else have roaring 20 parties, I was like... How did? How is everyone doing this? And then it dawned on me, like it's the twenties. Oh, March. you showed <laughs> up with
2: your skinny jeans that are tore up, <laughs> um, and <laughs> finisher. Yeah, you no, know, a hoodie and uh, yeah. some jeans.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but anyway, that I thought it was neat. Um, so it was a roaring 20s party, like every other New Year's party I'm sure out there. Yeah. So we had a we had a good time. Nice.
1: Awesome. What about you, Jesse? what did you do for New Year's?
2: Um, we actually just hung out with friends. Oh, cool. um, yeah, we we started late uh, and ended early, but you know, just family hung out, had a good year, good uh, coming year or entering the year, and uh, yeah, now just kind of getting getting at it. It's, it's almost I've, obviously I didn't drink as as much. Uh, I think I maybe had like two or three drinks, um, but I, I I'm a little hungover even now, and just hungover in the sense that like. I think these last couple of weeks uh, with the holidays, like, my energy just been drained. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. more of, like, trying to recharge. Get back recharge. into it. Yeah, get back to it. I mean, I, has, I officially haven't gone back to work yet, but it's, uh, I think it's going to get hard, man. It's going to be hard to start uh, having to wake up early and yeah. actually turn on a computer. <laughs> I,
0: I, I, I'm, like, the exact opposite. I can't wait to as, start. To start. These holidays, especially when Christmas really? and New Year's lands in the middle of the week, are killers. Oh uh, yeah, for production, for, sure. for, yeah. for productivity. Yeah. So, because everyone, you know, Monday and Tuesday, everyone kind of go e- easy, and then when yeah. you get when you get to the office on a Thursday, everyone's like, "Well, tomorrow's Friday," and so the last two weeks have just been not as productive. So I'm excited for the for us to have this completely behind us.
2: You're right, but for me, it's just more like, I mean, I don't know how it's been for you, Remo or Christine the last year, like 2019, but it's been so crazy that mm-hmm. it's, it's you almost, I mean, all the days kind of blend in for me. Uh, even the months have blended to a point where I'm like, man, what day is it today, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's nice to get that break, and it's almost like a forced break. Because, yeah. you know, most cities aren't open, so there's mm-hmm. really not much I could do um in terms of getting things done, so so it, it's been nice, oh. uh, but but uh, again, it's gonna be it's gonna be harder to jumpstart again, man.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's like it's really an opportunity just to take a step back, and you know, that's self care. I guess you spend time with your friends and your family. How often during the year do you make that much time to yeah. spend with your loved ones? Yeah. Um, but I mean, for me personally, I use the last couple of weeks to... Just regroup, you know. See how my projects are doing. What can be done better? Because it's for me personally, it's a lot easier to regroup in that when I'm not thinking about all the things I have to do. Because no, everybody else is moving at a slower pace. I don't necessarily have to go out and do that, you know. So, um, you know, and so I really just took the opportunity for the last two weeks to do that. But you're right. I don't. I woke up at six o'clock today, and I was like, "Mm, "Here we go." Still too cold. (laughs) It was too cold there was like ice on my car no That's
2: there right. wasn't but <laughs> <laughs> it was ice from the drink from the last night um let's, t- let's talk about uh last year man 2019 uh, how how it went for everybody uh you know what, what what was it that you you enjoyed or didn't enjoy um and let's talk about some maybe some uh some goals you guys had that that either you accomplished or didn't accomplish um I'll start with Remo because Remo has that look like he's been thinking about it all day. I,
0: I have. I wrote notes. There you go. I
1: know. Look at that binder in front of you. <laughs> Color coordinated. Yes. <laughs> You're right. Very organized. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me get the chicken scratch on my hand <laughs> on, the, on my palm. It, that rubbed off. Um, last year was was a was a pretty good year. Um, you know, first from a business standpoint, we set out to help 70 families either buy or sell real estate. We ended up uh, the year helping. 51 52 families oh, that's awesome. and so which is which is good um, but it, obviously' it's short of our goal. This year our goal is uh, to help a hundred families either buy or sell. so uh, it's an ambitious goal uh, however we um, we're gonna make it happen. ambitious okay. in the sense that you know we haven't done it before but it's still very doable within our world so um, what else? Uh, this last year I, we weren't parents, and this year we are going to be parents eventually. Nice. In March, so we're expecting uh, a baby girl, Camila, in March. So we're really excited. Yesterday, I spent four hours building a, a dresser cabinet.
2: Welcome to my yeah, world, that was man. Awesome.
0: Yeah, it was. I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I always put these. I'm really good at building stuff when it comes to like IKEA assemble. With I, I follow instructions surprisingly really really well, yeah. and I'm, and that comes eating, like easy to me. Yesterday though those drawers the way they they weren't like the best designed, and so like there's room for error yeah and i would put the rail the, the little whatever those uh, rollers on the side and i would take them off because they didn't line up or they're too high too low and it just what i thought was going to take an hour and a half took four hours there you so, go man so
2: it's only a beginning
0: yeah and i uh so I mean, anyways it was uh so that, that's an exciting time um what else last year we got to travel a little bit you know this coming year maybe not as much traveling <laughs> because of the baby uh so we made it to my cousin got married in greece last year so we uh went to greece for a wedding and then since we're in that area we turned it into a long vacation and uh went to a few other countries in the in the area um, what else yeah that's i mean i'm keep going I have <laughs> no, I know, well, I see
1: your binder. But, yeah. and, and in
2: terms, I mean, that's what what happened last year, obviously good stuff. Yeah. Was there anything that you said, man, you know, from 2018 goals, you know. Um, 2019. No, no but From 2018 to 20, coming into 2019, mm-hmm. was there anything that you said, you know, looking back now for 2020, you know, we're, we're looking at, you know, X and Y or. Or, or maybe something different. That you're like, you know what? I, yeah. After reflecting on that, I, I'm you know going this no, direction. I mean, it,
0: it was a, a really good year, and, and across the board. I mean, just on a personal level, my my parents both both had um, some health issues. My my mom had open heart surgery, so that was pretty intense for the for the family and yeah. kind of uh, giving the care back to health, and now she's back to normal. My dad had similar concerns a year before, so. Um, so that kind of, you know, obviously personal and business went on a back burner until they were fine again. And, and they are. And so nothing really that stands out. I mean, all overall, I'll give it a B plus, A minus for a year.
2: So it was a good year. I mean, it it's something year. you yeah. kind of want it, you're looking for. Yeah. Very yeah. cool.
1: But you're also a very positive person. So I really wouldn't expect anything. Yeah. You know. You turn things around. I'm like glad you're really I'm good glad mindset. you mentioned
2: about the podcast because that's going to be my thing now, <laughs> Christine. <laughs> oh man! What's what's it your? It got
1: hot out here. Not what's really?
0: your? <laughs> <laughs> Throw some of that heat this <laughs> way? I'm freezing. Christine, of how of was, how's was
2: your uh, 2019? Oh man! I know you did a lot.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, my 2019 is pretty exciting. Um, the second half has been an incredible growing experience Um, I got a life coach that was really cool and she's really helped me in my life Um, just I don't know I don't know I don't know I feel like I don't want to reveal too much because politics oh yeah I'm running for mayor so um, you know that's really exciting it's like you go into something understanding you know so much about it I've been to city council meetings I've met with all these people before so um, I thought I had a pretty good idea of what I was getting into. But what's interesting is how so, like, the system that's set up in place for well, elections, for politics, for local government. And it's educating me more and more how the system is built to keep out working class people. So that's a whole... I mean, And you guys can listen to my podcast, Issues with Christine. I go live every Sunday on Facebook and on Instagram, at Christine for Whittier. But, um, and we talk a little bit more about that, so, but I mean, other than that, it's been a really great experience just meeting new people, and, you know, there's so many neighbors here in Whittier that understand, you know, what, what the goal is and what we're trying to achieve, and it's been really incredible also just working here at the Poet Gardens, seeing it from its first inception to where it is now. Um, I remember that last November, my radio room was not there, and now it's totally there, so it's... And right now, Jesse and I, uh, Jesse, or all three of us, we were talking off air, off mic, um, just walking through and seeing all of the people, all the people eating, drinking, talking, even out here, like, as we're on the porch. We see people coming in, they're looking around the space, they're taking it in, because this is the first time they've ever been here, but I spent my whole year here, you know? It's, it's, and that's a beautiful thing to be a part of and to see it come to fruition. I don't know. But again, it's like I'm 27 and these are all lessons that you Uh, learn through life. So young. Yeah, exactly. So I have so much more to learn and I'm excited for 2020.
2: Young in terms of experience, yes.
1: Correct, correct. Um, Yeah, Yeah. you guys know I have an old soul, so. Yes. (laughs) But yeah, you're right. Like only being 27 and how many other 27-year-olds are your colleagues? Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. You can go through those life experiences now. Or in your 30s, yeah, in your 40s, in exactly. your 50s. <laughs> exactly. So you want to get as many of those out as possible uh, earlier in your life. So the latter part of your life is a little easier.
1: Yeah, my dad has always said I'm, like, always on a fast track. So I, I just move through life very fast. The grass doesn't grow green under my feet. So, um, you know, the fact that I'm here, where I am at is 27. Some people aren't even here until they're 37 um, is, is a victory in itself, I think. It just... You know, it's like your growth mental mindset, building those mental calluses and and discipline and, you know, growing up stuff.
2: Is there anything from 2018 that you were setting out to that that either became something on 2019 or or didn't go your way and now you're kind of reflecting on it?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, just in personal, like I don't really like to I mean, we're going to get personal. Like in 2018, I had a boyfriend that was not really that great. And then now I have a partner who's incredible and supports me every single way. So that's a really beautiful thing. And that's, and that's growth. I wouldn't yeah. be here if I didn't get my own act together and see, like, what am I doing with my life? Um, and, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. But it's, like, also I worked with Eva this year. This 2018-2019. Eva, Masia is your wife. And she's taught me so much, too. And it's, like, that is such a gift in itself. And, you know, just, like, with Ivy and all of my other friends, it's, like... I'm really grateful. Like, it's just, you know, you have to have an attitude of gratitude. That's another thing I've really taken in for 20, 2019. It's like saying three things I'm grateful for every single day because, wow, just your mindset completely shifts. And another thing is whenever I have a negative thought, I think of three positive thoughts right after. And it's like if I'm saying, oh, well, this person, no nah, 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 nah. well, you know, this person did this, that's good. This person did that, that's good, that that, that, that. And then all of a sudden, I no longer even care to think negatively about it. It's really weird. I, I implore everybody to try that experiment out. Um, but yeah, from 2018 to 2019, just about you know, self-love, self-care, taking care of myself, taking, showing up, right, for my friends, for my family, um, and being there. Yes.
2: Very cool. It's funny you say that because I tell. That's what I tell my kids. That's one thing I learned today, or, or not learned today. Learn this last year is that, um, it, it, which is what I tell my kids is if you have a bad day. Like, if you think you're having the worst day ever, mm-hmm. like, stop and check your pulse. Yep. And then you'll it will remind you how lucky you are to be alive. Um, and just that alone is, like, kind of like you said, it's a, a, a mind shift
0: um, that just kind of helps you. And we really don't have a bad day. We have, like, a bad
1: like 5 the, or, minutes, exactly. 15 minutes, exactly. 30
0: minutes. But we have it consume us because what we focus on expands and yeah. expands and takes over us, so...
1: Yeah, well, yeah. My well, life coach said this really cool thing. She said, um, "Like whatever seeps in, like if you, like what, just kind of like how you mentioned, if you give it attention, it'll become your focus. Yeah. So you know, yeah, shift your mindset, divert, and just see what's possible when you focus your energies on yourself and productivity."
2: Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. I know. How if you asked you, me Jesse? last year, I wouldn't have said any of that. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> Jesse. You. Well, this year's uh, 2019 was good. I mean, it, it just keeps getting better. Um, we actually celebrated um, as business. It was our f- fifth year in business, which is really cool. I never thought it would go this far. You're welcome. I um, <laughs> actually hit my 20th year in the business, which is... Uh, when I tell people, they're like, "What the hell, man? Were you in diapers or what?" You know, Cause no, I look just, that young. Look at those gray, that gray um, beard of yours, buddy. And uh, <laughs> and then I he was, was in like thirty
1: under thirty. This guy's like thirty-two.
2: That's right, man. <laughs> yeah, and um, and just family-wise, I mean, I got, I got, I got two uh, healthy kids. Uh, I have a healthy wife. Health. I'm I'm healthy as much as I can say I'm healthy. And you lost some weight, right, in 2019? I did. I mean, it's it's, yeah. I mean, I try. Yeah, you <laughs> lost what, like twenty pounds? Again, it's part of. Yeah, I think I lost twenty some pounds, and and just yeah. again, it's part of just like uh, yeah. as you go get older, uh, you know, you start
0: looking at your priorities, mm-hmm. and your priorities start shifting. Then, yeah. remember, we take weekly pictures, and if you go back to oh, our yeah. Instagram, you can see <laughs> the development, positive or negative, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> through, gains, through through weekly we it, pictures. Gains. So, yeah.
2: Um, yeah, no man, it's been good. Business good. Family's good. Um, and just for me, it's just being able to be part of this community, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, every year it gets stronger, um, stronger in the sense of, of, of relationships. Uh, I've been able to meet a lot, meet even more people uh, this last year, which have turned into positive and great relationships, uh, both personal and also business-wise, which is great. Um, and that's my thing, man. That my the whole reason why I was getting into business was to be able to provide. Um, design uh, for everybody. Um, not not everybody's able to quote air quotes. I am throwing air quotes in terms of affording uh, or being able to afford uh, you know architecture or design. And so that was the goal is to be able to put it out there for everybody. Um, and I've been able to work with, with a lot of local businesses, which is kind of cool. Um, and I don't know 20, 2020 now. It's it's uh, it's going to be a great year, I think also. Um, but, but 2019, man, it was just like a big blended, uh, day. day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, went,
1: it did go by really fast, right?
2: It was really fast. I think one thing that, it, uh, reflecting back from 2018 to 2019, 2018 was all about trying to get a little bit more organized with like, uh, like a calendar, mm. like trying to be more, um, structured. I guess that's a, I guess that's the right word. Um, if, if many of you know, and I know Remo knows me really well. on this, is that from a creative standpoint, uh, uh, I'm kind of all over the place. Um, Not so, you, Jesse. <laughs> so trying to so that's always a goal. It's trying to be able to kind of get a little bit more, uh, uh, I guess, focused. Focus in the sense that we could start putting together, um, you know, uh, more of a, a process to how things would work out. Um, but again, just like it was around 2018, and now on 2019, it'll be there for 2020. You know. So, uh-huh. um, but again, overall, I can't complain because it, it's, it's uh, 2019
0: has been a really good year. <laughs> I have a, a quote for you, Jesse, that we have in our weekly accountability meetings with our with our sales team, and that's professionals stick to a schedule, amateurs let life get in the way. Yeah. There you go, man. So, yeah. so I'm all, all about what's... sticking to a schedule. What's that's a... why I
1: woke up at 6 a.m. this morning. <laughs>
0: So what's in between? Because I'm in in between.
2: <laughs>
0: you're an amateur. Or you're a pro. In
1: this, this case, you're Jesse. I'm yeah. a premature. right A, <laughs> a premature. Yeah, there, there
0: is that. That's cute. Yeah.
1: That's funny.
0: Anyways, so how about 2020? What, what's what are we expecting in 2020? And tw- 2020 would be good if what happens? That's a good question. I mean, have you have you had a
2: chance to put together? See, I'm not a big like. Um, I don't sit down and put resolutions for, like, the next year. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's just more of, like, I look at how it was last year and then just kind of try to build from that.
0: Yeah, that's what um, I was going to say. Just
1: building on top of what you've already done. But if yeah. you don't
0: know what you want, how do you get it?
1: And
2: that's the thing with me, man. It, it, I don't, like, my ambitions, are th- I think, are a little different. Uh, and more for me, it's more of the, and it's funny, I was thinking about this this morning. Um and they even clicked more when we had a conversation earlier mm-hmm. about having like a full-time job, you know. Um, like for me, the reason why I decided to do what I'm doing now is to be able to have more time to spend with the family. Mm-hmm. And, and more especially with my kids, being able to be there for them and, and you know, uh, uh, do more with them uh, than I would normally do. And so for me, it's it, my that's what drives me. That's, that's my drive. It, if, if, uh, if I could do more of that... And do less of everything else, mm-hmm. and I can still maintain. Great. Um, so for me, that's hard because because usually when you when you as you get older, I would say, I would think, I don't know. Most of my colleagues, I see them like you know, I'm setting up, you know, trying to build my wealth and you know this and that, mm-hmm. and and it's a different and it's a different mindset, different goals, uh, different ambitions. And it's kind of hard, you know, it's kind of hard to to say, hey, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do this because I want to do something else. So for me, I think it's just, again, building from what I did last year. Uh, And like I said, just kind of professionally, just try to try to stick to something, you know.
0: Do you feel that being as a kind of independent or your own own company that you have more free time or less free time? I have more free time than I did before when I was working for somebody else. Do you think this structure gives you more free time? Um, if you knew you were getting off at five and the practice was at six, were you more likely to make it at, like let's say, six versus if you were by yourself and all of a sudden four turns into five, five turns into 8 p.m., and all of a sudden you're... Um, no, no, because, mm-hmm. again, I mean,
2: it, the my the way my industry works, man, you're working all day, mm-hmm. right? Uh and so to be on your own you could work as, you could work uh, as much as you can because um, it's your flexible time you know mm-hmm. um, so I'm still working 10 12 hours a day it just means I'm not working them all at once yeah and so that's what I'm saying it's just that's how I think I'm able to gain that that uh, flexibility or additional freedom yeah um, but there is I know also like they always say man you can't have two. You can't have two, like, loves in your life, There's a
1: balance, right?
0: Because you're going to either love one and and let the other one go, or... or... Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think the whole life balance is is not, in my mind, as realistic. I think something takes precedence over other things. So for that day, that week, that hour, it could be Mm. that you're lopsided one way, and then you sway it to the other way, and I think that's where the actual balance is. Because, I mean, you can only really focus on one thing at a time. Mm, And um, when you try to, you know, uh, be too thin with with your time, mm-hmm. then you end up just doing a lot of nothing, and nothing's really productive. You're not really present. So, yeah.
1: And I think you guys are both really good with being present when you're not working. You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I've only you know hung out with you so I haven't. I have not hung out with you guys as much this last year than I have in previous years. But I've noticed that this year it's like, okay, well, I have a hard out at this time because I have to do this with my son. Or I have to do this with my wife or whatever it is. I can't record this day because of my priorities. And that's okay because priorities, like you said, everyone kind of like shift every single day, right? Maybe yeah. you have one client that needs more attention than another client that's, you know, whatever. Um but i would just like congratulate you guys on having those time boundaries and that's definitely a thing that i think you guys have grown in is establishing your priorities and your boundaries and and that's and it is a structure it is a structure to say i can't do this from 4:30 to 6:30 so i'm going to do what i can on this job right before 4:30 i don't know is this like a business podcast <laughs> no it's
2: just live for me i know
0: yeah, one of the things that i realized over the the last few years maybe even more than the past few years is when i would ask someone that's busy to check their schedule they would want to set something up as soon as their schedules open versus you know in the past where it's like well let me get back to you tomorrow or next week or next week and then the reality is they just are so like Like they're waiting to see what other things line up or if you're really busy and you got you're kind of organized, you wanna put stuff on your Mm -hmm. calendar like right away because if not then you know other things are gonna take take it over. So
2: So what do you use in terms of I mean, do you guys have a good way of of maintaining that? Like is there a good calendar system you guys use? Yeah, the one you use.
0: So whatever (laughs) the (laughs) iCal? No, whatever the one you use. Whatever you use that works? Whatever you use that works is the good calendar to use. And that could be a, a paper pad. I mean, what would you,
2: I mean, what's, what's good, what's, works out I for you? Use, I use
0: Google Calendar because okay. it's shareable. Um, it syncs with just about everything. So for me, Google Calendar it works really well. Nice.
2: So your digital calendar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Christine?
1: Um, I have a written planner uh, for the campaign. And I also have uh, digital. But then for my own personal, I have digital for the stuff me and my boyfriend do. We have a shared calendar, which is really cool. I know, right? I'm like, you can't miss this. It's on Uh, your calendar. I think I shared my
2: calendar after I got married.
1: Ah, well. And even at that, (laughs) well,
0: there's some technology reasons there, Jesse. (laughs) When you got married, buddy, you you were still in AOL group chats and...
1: After Jocelyn was, like, calling you. Yeah, Don't yeah. you remember we had to do this?
0: Yeah. You, you, back then when you loaded the Internet, you used yeah. to go... could <laughs> <laughs> only make a phone call or, yeah. or use the Internet. You can't yeah, do a that, yeah. <laughs> So there's that, a lot of difference. Now it's like sharing the calendar, just a couple clicks on your smartphone. And uh
2: yeah, And, it's, it's, and, and it's the, the reason cool. why I was asking about, about calendars is because I've been hearing this this whole thing about journal, um, journals. like uh, Or not journals. Planners. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Lately, I've been seeing like ads pop up about you know this kind of planner and that kind of planner. And it's the beginning of the year. It, no, it is, but but what I'm saying is like, is that is that a nice method of, of keeping track if your if your goal is to be a little bit more structured or or or, Actually, or is that more work than than what it should be? You know. Whatever you
0: use, I think that's the the biggest kicker. Like like a planner might work for you, might not work for me. I think a way to be organized is. You first pull the calendar, and that's what this is what I do, I guess, for the quarter, and say, okay, well, what are the important things like with family, other commitment? Then overlay like actual events, and then overlay like, and then go down the list of the big rocks. There's a a video, and and I'll try to give the best like description of this video, and it's the uh, it's a college professor, I think he's a college professor, and then he gets a jar. Right, and he puts these big rocks in the jar, and there's like 15 big rocks in the jar. And then he asks the students, "Is there anything else that could fit in the jar?" Right, and the students look at it. They're like, "No, it's full." And then he gets, you know, medium-sized rocks and puts them in there, and the medium-sized rocks kind of filter in through the crevices. Then does those small rocks. Then does it with sand and asks again, "Is there anything else that can fit?" And he pours water, mm-hmm. and the water fit in there. And so the idea is, you want to put the big rocks in first, mm-hmm. then the medium rocks versus putting in the, the wasted time stuff, and then you realize you're just busy and you're really not. Yeah. you know. So I, I think that's a good approach, and whether you do it monthly, weekly, quarterly, whatever it might be, to get the big rocks in there and then work your way down from your lower priorities. Very cool. Very cool.
2: Yeah.
1: I just want to share really fast. Um, no, they're not a sponsor, but it's a really great planner that Eva actually gave me. It's not called- yet.
2: They're not a sponsor yet.
1: <clears throat> yeah, exactly. They're not a sponsor yet. But after they hear this glowing ad, um, anyway, so it's called Go Girl Planner. It's like $15, and it's really cool because you can um, – it's much more than a planner. It's an organizer, and it's also like a goal tracker. You know, you things become, like, habitual if you do them for 30 days, so you can do a goal, uh, goal in there. It's also like a bullet journal, so you can kind of do a brain dump, think of everything that you need to think, write down a to-do list for the day. Um, and it's really cool, and that's one of the resources that I've been able to use to help me nice. organize my stuff. And um, also, because I have a team, right, that I work with. And just like how you say, Remo, you can share your calendar to your team. With my team, we keep everything on the drive. We keep updates. Um, we use Slack for communication purposes. But then also there's a calendar um, app that you can use with Slack. And that's really cool, too. Um, but, yeah, there are so many things all over the place that you can use. It's all about finding what works for you. Because I can give you guys the Go Grow Planner, but... One, you guys probably won't use the cute little stickers, and you know, I don't know if you do a to do list. I'll
2: I'll stick them on my shirt. (laughs) Your
0: your daughter uh, was. Yeah, get them on your forehead. I know. I know. So what else? Two thousand twenty is a win. If what else? What happens? That's where we left off. Oh yeah, I mean,
2: I I mean, is there? Yeah, is there anything you guys want to share
0: for planning for twenty twenty?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, to win this election, that would be a great win. But I'm actually also going on my first European trip. I'm going to London and Paris in March. So that's going to be France. really exciting.
0: When in March?
1: March. <laughs> when your baby's born. March 25th. Oh. So you guys will be here and I'll be over there. But um,
2: No, it looked like Remo's planning a vacation already. No, I'm not a
0: Europe <laughs> fan. I'm
1: well, his birthday's in March. Yeah. so.
0: I, I like parts of Europe. I, I, I don't care for paris because they're not as nice to americans and you do know oh, so start speaking yeah. a different language and, and then they'll be like hey uh
1: hola, como <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no i really just want to go to uh we're just going for the day we're taking a bullet train um but that's what i would like 2020 to bring you know just more travel. love more travel an abundance of everything just just abundance
0: so let's say let's let's stick with this travel let me kind of be your life coach for the minute yes to do more traveling in 2020 what does that mean
1: to be able to travel more is to meet different people Um, just being able to meet different people learn different experiences and also another thing because we've been to San Francisco you know hanging out in downtown I look at cities differently I look at the city infrastructure and I also like even just with Christmas decorations like we have Christmas lights on the trees here well wouldn't it look more uniform and more nice if they were on the light poles that's a thought I don't know just um especially in uptown Whittier because I have been involved in so many organizations here but just looking at how different cities work and how their business districts work um, those are all really gifts that I take from traveling is that the question? No. <laughs> no the question. Sorry, what no was the moment. question again?
0: No. So, what is what is traveling look like? Is it, and I think just to. Oh, yeah, that's what it looks like, though. But is it to, you talked about Paris and Europe, and you have set dates and times, and that's going to become real because you have those set dates already in right. place. Any other set, oh, set dates? dates? Yes. Oh. A location that you're going to go to? Because that's how you make it real. I think when we all say we want more money, if someone hands you a dollar, you have more money. Yeah, well,
1: what are you going to do with the dollar? Are you going to buy some gum with it or are you going to... Well,
0: it, but, but, but the question is, I, I think a lot of us ask questions that don't empower us. And I think the asking more, like, smarter questions around it. So it's, I want... This amount of money so I can do this and this and this, then you're going to be able to get that. So when oh, you say, sure. I want to travel, it's I want to go to this place by this time, this experience by that time. And mm-hmm. I think you're more likely to get to that experience by declaring it and knowing that's exactly what it is you want versus the more travel and then your brain can't find what more travel is. You, you go to La Habra, and you think, oh, I travel.
1: No, right, right. Okay, well, specifically, we're going to talk about plants. I would like us to go, um, and I've already I've already set up my little itinerary because we were supposed to do this trip last year, and mm-hmm. um, I decided to run for my year, so we didn't do it. But uh, I want to go on, the, like, a little cruise, just like a five-day cruise. And I think the day that you went on your cruise with Eva was the time we were supposed to go on our cruise, which I thought was really funny. Um But I just want to go on, like, because he's never been on a cruise. I love cruising. Last year, you know, we went on a, I went on a trip with my cousin to, um, through the Panama Canal the year before we went to Alaska. So I'd just like us to go to Mexico and just hang out, like, you know, enjoy ourselves. And, yes, I know how much that costs. Yes, I know when it is. And uh, we need to decide before March. (laughs) Specifically. Details.
2: It, what I'm going to go back to what you were you were just referring to about asking the right question. Um, if somebody was to say, I want more money, what would that, what should that person be asking themselves? Because that's usually, a, 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 yeah, I'll go, I mean, we're just talking specific, in general, right? Like, but can Here. you be like industry specific or like? No, let's be, well, I'm trying to be general. So like if somebody says, hey, because you always have the same ones, right? Mm-hmm. want to lose weight. I want to have more money and I want to travel okay. I think travel we've already kind of knocked it down mm-hmm. and then just talking about uh, you know money money and and I guess health like what, what if somebody says I want to have I want to lose weight like what should that person be really thinking about like what, mean, what in, should in, it be in, that in, question
0: in, in my opinion and, and this is just whether this comes off good or bad <laughs> or what it's worth. Um, I would ask the question, why do you want that? Um, If if someone has health issues and they just finished a heart attack, right? And that reason of why is so high that it gets them to move, right? If it's just because I want to... You know, lose a couple pounds because one fit in those jeans or yeah. something. Like that. I mean, I, I don't. You, you need to have a bigger driving reason why you need to do something, and that part that self-discovery of what that reason really is is a very difficult part. You know, I, I think that's why people do something for a short period, and all of a sudden they go back to what their habit is. So mm-hmm. I, I think one way of and, and this this is uh, in 2019 I read this incredible book, probably the, the best book I've ever read. Uh, and I go through books pretty, pretty frequently. Um, and that's the atomic habit. Mm-hmm. And so the atomic habit is the, uh, ato- uh, I think the atomic atom is the smallest particle. Know, yeah. Particle, in, in So it talks about these, the small little habits that you do every single day that, you know, over a year, all of a sudden you're just so much further. Um, and so I think if it's. One way to just want to say I want to lose that, it's, I would ask you, well, what is the habit that you're going to stick to every single day that's going to get you there? And it's not I need to work out for two hours every single day, but it's maybe you know I'm going to take an extra flight of stairs mm-hmm. every day. I'm going to do this, and I think as long as we focus on the daily habit, the end result will get there. And a lot of people think transformation hope it happens over a week or two weeks. Transformation happens over a year of a daily consistent habit that happens over and over. You know, it's not, I I lost 10 pounds this, this week is I lost, I don't know, let's say three ounces every single day for Mm -hmm. the next year that got me to losing that 30 pounds and, and allows me to, to maintain it and have that. And so same with money. You know, some people maybe have a bad habit of spending or not saving enough. I think if you spend maybe 10% less than you normally do and save 10%, I mean the, the people that, Save fortunes are those that have a consistent daily or weekly or monthly habit ritual. It's mm-hmm. not that all of a sudden I came across this money. I'm going to put some aside, mm-hmm. you know, to try to save. You know, ten dollars out of a hundred is a lot easier than putting aside. You know, if, if you get ten thousand dollars, putting away two thousand dollars just because it's such a big number. Yeah. But it's that consistent habit that you do it for such a long time, and you look back, and all of a sudden it's like, wow, I've. Have not spent that much than I normally do, or I've saved so much more, I've lost the weight I wanted to, and and any other habit, any other end result, it starts with the daily habit and what does that look like, and why do you need to do it?
1: And I think part of that is also structure, right? Setting yourself up for success. So so it's like, Remo, you got to go to the gym at six o'clock. You go to the gym every single day, or however often you go but it's because you're building up on it. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, Jesse, when you were saying 2018 was focused on organizing, then what's your next step? What's your next step? You're consistently growing. You're consistently building on. Um, And yeah, that's, and I really think that's what the theme, the general theme of today's episode is, is just like, you know, kind of, you know, being just learning how to be a little bit more disciplined, consistent, organized, structured to set ourselves up for success.
0: And that all starts from a daily, like, commitment to doing that. Absolutely. Not thinking that I'm going to go on this retreat or I'm going <laughs> to go to this event. I'm going to learn something. And all of a sudden, I'm going to become organized. It's what is a small, tiny little thing you're doing today mm-hmm. and every day for the next year that's going to get you to where you need to go.
1: Yeah. Like your goals, mm-hmm. your action steps to get what you want, like we said earlier. How do you, how do you get what you want?
0: Sorry.
2: One thing that um, one thing that I've started doing this year, or end of last year, was actually getting back to reading books, mm. and I just finished two recently that were really good, man. Um, one was Kitchen Confidential. I don't know if you guys read uh, that. Kitchen Anthony Confidential. Bourdain. Yeah, Anthony Bourdain. Uh-huh. Amazing book, man. Really? Amazing book, and if you do the audio, he reads it himself. Oh, that's cool. So it's like this guy's on. I mean. You know, rest in peace. But, man, that guy was really talented dude, man. Um, And it's crazy because you you think about it's about, like, you know, him coming through uh, working as a chef or becoming a chef. Um, But most of the stuff he talks about is is almost like, you know, you could apply it to life and how how you could apply it to even whatever you're doing business-wise. And one thing he said, which was really good, I actually read these last year, the last two books I read was from him. Uh, the second book was uh, Medium Raw, Medium what? Medium, oh. raw. Uh-huh. Um, and it was written. It was written after Kitchen Confidential, and um, and in both books he talks about how like, um, uh, if you want to become a chef, like should you go to school for it? And I I thought he gave some really good advice, um, you know. And I think this applies to any industry, man. Is that the best way for you to be good at what what you have to do um, for for whatever business you're trying to do? Is you almost have to jump into jump into it and start learning, mm-hmm. like hands-on training, oh, yeah. compared to having to go through the formal education. Um, I mean, he was talking about how like the best cooks he had in his kitchen were actually guys who were working their way up through the kitchen. Yeah. Rather than the guys that were off, you know, a uh, uh, culinary school. So, anyways, but there's a lot of cool things man, that he came up with. Um, but obviously, with 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 uh, with books themselves, um, I mean, it, was there any books that you guys read last year that were? I mean, I know you talked about Atomic Habits, but is there any books that you uh, you've read that that you've taken a little bit of and applied to to life and and would would recommend or or would say it's a life changer let
0: me me, uh and this is a great book for the beginning of the year it's called profit first It's a good book so profit first talks about paying yourself first as a business owner um that was a, a good one um the one by uh what's his name um the the coach to michael jordan um his name is god let me pull it up real quick while Please hold while we do this commercial. If you're thinking about buying or selling, call Remo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: uh, Visit remotherealtor.com. Also, Remo is a top Facebook marketer. So head on over to Remo (laughs) the Realtor on Facebook. You can learn more about Remo and his team, his wonderful team at www.remotherealtor.com. And uh, it's a really great opportunity for you to learn more about our community, more about Whittier. Listen to this podcast. You'll listen that. Remo's a great guy. And once you purchase your property and you're interested in renovating, head on over to J2 Architects. Visit J2Architects.com. We have two wonderful guys here, and truly, they just make our city beautiful. So. Uh, it's a beautiful opportunity to give back not only to your community by making your home beautiful, but so when you support a small business, you support a family. These two men are great family men and uh, kudos. Cheers.
0: Damn it, I didn't even pay for that. Look yeah. at no, that. No, that's free. Well, You're I'm still looking for the book. No, I'm just kidding. It's called Relentless. It's Tim Grover. So he, this was Michael Jordan's uh, personal coach. Oh, okay. Michael Jordan and a lot of other big successful people. And it talks about... Um, the Three Types of Personalities. So, so that's a really good book because it gets you to think how people like M- Michael Jordan, um, h- how they think and how he was wired. And this is his, his coach for 20 years. Like this is not a, uh, one of those where I worked with them once or twice. This is the guy that worked with Michael Jordan day in, day out for 20 years. Nice. So it's a, it's a really neat book. Atomic Habit I mentioned, Profit First. Um, What's the one where leaders eat last? But
1: is there,
2: is there anything yeah. out of that that, that that you've either applied or thinking of applying? No, I just read it for the hell just, of it. <laughs> No, no, no. Like, like I
0: mean, is like, yeah. there like a takeaway? Like you say, yeah. you know what? Like that for me. Yeah. So Profit First, the, the big the big thing with, with Profit First that I, I took away, it talks about create, opening up five accounts. And as soon as money comes in, money's already allocated because... And it, t- it gives this great analogy. Um, over the years, the American plate of, of the serving plate has become bigger. And the bigger the plate, the more we put on there. Right. So if your plate is smaller, you're just going to naturally put less on it just because it just doesn't fit. And so the same idea would be said for for businesses. So as soon as the money comes in, right, it, it already get divvied out to whatever. So your expenses, your taxes, your so forth. And so that's a, a neat concept that, that I, I took. On Atomic Habit, one of the things it talks about is habit stacking. Is as so one of the things that I want to do is become more flexible, right? But then I don't create time to stretch. So, what is something I do every single day that I can add the stretching to? And that's you know when I when I shower. So um, as I as I you know shower, one of the things I do is I touch my toes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Visual yeah. there for you. Right. <laughs> uh, well. I know. I know it's kind of you not shower weird. with clothes on. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, yeah. But that's. So when I'm doing Your that, I'm brushing are also my teeth. warmed up and stuff. Yeah, and I'm and yeah, relaxed. And, and I'm now stretching. And so that's a time that I'm taking a habit that I want to do, stacking it on top of another thing that I currently do. That makes it so much easier to do because now it becomes the same thing. You know, I shampoo my hair, I wash my face, my body, brush my teeth, and now, and now I stretch. So um, let me okay. see. Um, I
1: know. You've been uh, quite a reader this year, Rima. Uh,
0: the other one, uh, I'll just say the last thing, which is um, the twenty-one irrefutable laws of leadership. So these are the twenty-one <laughs> trades that all leaders need. The top one that, that I took it that I got from it is the lid, the leader, um, uh, the leader's lid. So it's it's. However, if you have an organization, the organization will grow to the extent that you do. And I think why that's important is if you're not self-improving, if you're not growing, then your world will only grow to the extent that you do. And if you're not growing, then your world won't grow. So the more you invest in yourself and you grow, your world will also grow. So Is that that's a
1: John Maxwell? John
0: Maxwell. John Maxwell, he's, 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 awesome. a, he's a homie, yeah.
1: I've actually started listening to his podcast, the Leadership Ma- John Maxwell Leadership Podcast. Someone else turned me on to it. Yeah. And it's really cool because you can go online and download. It's like a digital workbook, and it's free. So, And then, you know, you take notes along yeah. with it, and that's totally helped my leadership yeah. growth. Nice. Um, absolutely. But one book I wanted to share is called The Athena Doctrine. Um,
0: Athena doctrine.
1: Yeah the Athena doctrine, uh-huh. why women will rule why women and men who think like them will rule the future. and it's um, obviously I'm ascending into a leadership role and so it's really interesting to learn all of the traditional leadership qualities that you find. Um, it was a really cool study that they did. these two authors they, it was like they surveyed over 20,000 people in different countries all across obviously all across the world. and it's like okay, There are two groups. The first group is here are feminine leadership traits and here are masculine leadership traits. What are your top 15 traits for a leader? And so then they would determine, okay, it's ex-masculine, ex-feminine traits, right? And then the second group, it's like, okay, well, here's all of these traits. They're not labeled masculine or feminine. And so they say, okay, what's your top 15 of all of these that are there? And what they found was that there were only three traits that were masculine Actually, should I read them to you? Do you, if, you read,
0: if you read quick. That's
1: okay. They're in my back. While they're, we... They're in the bag. I should have grabbed them. Wait for the, that. Um, Let's uh, no, no, give no. a commercial to...
0: No, <laughs> no, no. That's okay. you know,
1: for matter? Matter? Yeah. <laughs> Go to No, but it's... Um, anyway, so the three masculine traits, because um, all the feminine traits are like compassion, um, like open-mindedness, but the the ones that I really think are interesting that are masculine are not... Like temper, it's not being angry. It's not showing your dominance that way. The top three are um, focus, like focusing on one thing, passion, and uh, ambition, which are to me essentially they're all the same. Like they all they all so they come from be the considered masculine. Those three are masculine traits. Wow. And then traits such as just just gentleness, compa- like compassion, um, just so many other ones. And maybe I'll just okay. All right. Hi, everybody. Producer Christine here. I just wanted to hop on. So, the book is called The Athena Doctrine How Women and the Men Who Think Like Them Will Rule the Future. This is by John Gerzima and Michael D'Antonio. They are both sociologists who interviewed and surveyed thousands of people. This is a quote from the book The type of feminine leadership they described is not soft and squishy, but wise and quietly strong. Boiled down to a manageable number. The keys to success, as our 64,000 respondents saw it, were connectedness, an ability to form and maintain human networks, humility, an approach to life that allows for listening, learning from others, and sharing credit, candor, a willingness to speak openly and honestly, patience, a recognition that some solutions emerge slowly, empathy, a sensitivity to others that promotes understanding. Trustworthiness, a track record and strength of character that inspire confidence. Openness, being receptive to all people and concepts. Flexibility, the ability to change and adapt when circumstances require. Vulnerability, the courage to be human and make mistakes. And balance, a well-rounded sense of purpose. Thank you for listening again. Check out that book; it's really great. It helped me along my leadership journey as I continue to grow into the next mayor of Whittier. I'm gonna edit this and put it in there.
2: Sounds good. Yeah. And in terms of like, um, in terms of like uh, working through through the podcast and and what we see coming up for next year, what do you guys envision? What's a Whittier for um, 2020?
0: If it's on my calendar, I'll be there. <laughs> so. I know you do have well, we do have The question is, is it calendar. on your calendar? Yeah, well, uh, as soon as I get those calendar invites, I accept. And there you go; those are the big rocks. <laughs> yeah, those are the big rocks. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, no, I, I
2: mean, where what, what do you want to see it go, though? I mean, is there anything you uh, you've envisioned? I mean, you know, been thinking about or?
1: I think last year I said I wanted to get Melissa Villasenor on the podcast. Okay, I can't. I have had. Three interactions with her in the last year. Like, um, well, I almost I she was at Lyft Coffee last week, and I missed her by 20 minutes. Uh, I thought that was funny. And then I had emailed back and forth with her, but she couldn't be in LA. Um, anyway, that's still one of my goals that I want to have, uh, Melissa via Señor.
0: I, I want to talk to Ruth B. Shannon. Yes, I think that's she's definitely uh, a down low. Only the right people that know know like her influence and um, so that's that's someone I would love to hear the story and obviously being in this community for such a long time um, is is something I'm I'm excited to hear
2: I there's several people I'd like to interview uh, this upcoming year and for me it's about um, just having some having a really good story that 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 uh, I mean like I said everybody has a story right everybody has a story to tell but there's just some out there that give you some inspiration, um, and 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 for me, at least the stories I've seen, um, are stories where you could reflect and look and see how that applies to you in your own personal life, or or in business or whatever you're, you're looking at. And I just feel that like you know, um, there's a lot of good stories here in Whittier. Do you have someone in mind? Well, there is. There's a lot of people that, that we that I have in mind, um, just because there's such a large like you know talent pool here. Um, you know, again, both business and, and personally, um, I I thought one great story was um, from the gentleman that just passed recently um, here in Whittier. Ted No, uh, no, not Ted No. Um, Make recipes. Um, shoot, now I'm drawing a blank. Uh, the gentleman that used to ride his bike on Woodbury Boulevard. Oh yes, yes, um, yes. He, he was like, if you look at his story of of like why he did what he did every day on a daily basis, um, like that story is so impactful that you think like, man, like like why why was that never shared? You know, why didn't he? Why wasn't that ever uh, like said?
1: Right. Um, Where is the documentation of his story?
2: It, well somebody did like a small docu, like mini document. Like a photo Danny Martin. There you go. Danny Martin, yeah, near SMP. And um and man, just you know, the, the again what drives somebody to do that on a daily basis is just so powerful that again you look at it from a personal perspective and it's like what am I doing uh, to leave such a large impact uh in a community, you know? Um so, anyways, I think we here in Whittier we have a lot of great uh, people mm-hmm. that, that have really great stories, and I just don't think they have. Nobody's really shined the light on them, yeah. um, and I don't know. I I I hope that for this twenty twenty we could we could do something like that because um, it's always sad, man, to hear somebody's story when they're no longer here. You know. Yeah, that's a that's a
1: good one. Yeah. But it's also about, you know, um, yeah, like celebrating our small town heroes. It's funny because on my podcast, it's just with Christine. There's a gentleman who's a character here in Uptown. And I interviewed him. He was so shy. He he was not talking a lot. So it's also, you know, there may be people with incredible stories and Um, Talking to a stranger is one thing, but then you know being so vulnerable to share to the world is completely different.
0: Well, just tell them no one listens. It's okay. (laughs) Just keep talking. (laughs) Yeah, we only have have twenty-five thousand
1: people that listen. No big deal. But yeah, yeah,
2: Yeah, no. I think next year or this year, twenty twenty would be would be a great year. Kind of like what we did in the past. I mean, we we hit our one hundred podcast uh, last year. Uh, we've done record uh, downloads, uh,
0: and again, I, I'm looking forward to having some great, just some really great stories. You know, yeah. um, that, that's what I tell someone anytime if they say, "Oh, I'm, I'm gonna not do well on the podcast." I said, "Don't worry, no one listens to it, so you're good," <laughs> and, that, and that normally uh, uh, lights things up a little bit. That's right, that's right.
2: Well, with that said, anything else you guys want to share for uh, for 2020? No, I mean,
0: I, I'm excited for Uptown, the breweries. I mean, I know you mentioned earlier we're here. That's, I mean, this is just an incredible, like, opportunity to live just, you know, not too far from here and to be able to have a space like this. Uh, <coughs> I grew up in the city of Norwalk, and, you know, other than the AMC-20, there's really nothing to, yeah. that the that the city offers. I mean, Norwalk's great, and I lived there for many years. However, um, with is where it's happening, and so you see obviously here and there's other projects that are going on that are really exciting and will continue to bring new people new energy new money into the city which is is, it's a good time i guess to to
2: wrap up i wrap up our podcast here let's go let's go through our regular questions and see what uh what see if anything's changed for uh for 2020 okay go ahead
1: definitely okay i'll oh,
2: start christine what's your what's your go-to place
1: oh my gosh yeah well 2020 so um my new go-to places um definitely you can find me at buffalo wild wings hanging out over there uh late night
2: i think you have a, a super have fan out. here you
1: have a buffalo wild wings you like buffs yeah what's your favorite thing to get at buffalo wild wings a cheeseburger not the wild wings no. He doesn't like the wings at you Buffalo Wild like Wings.
2: <laughs> I go so you for gotta ask him why, why he goes to the why his.
1: Why is it your go-to place? I don't know. I just
0: like to to watch the sports while eating.
1: Oh, that's true. They have a yeah. lot of screens. Which yeah. one do you guys go to? Uh, the Whittier one. I'm not sure. <laughs> the one right down the street from your house. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. There are a lot of big screens there, huh?
0: Really, yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings? I, I got a they gift card a like a year hour. ago, and I've never used it. Well, it's you
1: know, you could always pay your producer. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and Gift card.
2: It's <laughs> definitely like a sports place, man. Yeah. Like if you yeah. want to catch sports, I mean, they have so many TVs. It's uh, it's insane.
1: No, the Happy Hour is really good at nine o'clock.
0: Yep. Remo, what's your go-to place? Um, I mean, for breakfast, I've been going to Mimo's. Every, I mean, quite often, if we don't have a shake at the house for whatever reason, we Eva doesn't get bananas in time, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they go bad because we don't use them. We have the stuff to make the shake, but we're like, and eh, no, maybe not. Uh, so, Mimos, they have the breakfast burrito is really good there, their sausage breakfast burrito is really good. Um, for lunch, if I'm in the area, I, I've been going to deli up quite often
1: rest in peace the deli up because they recently closed what yeah you guys yeah so i sorry i didn't mean to cut no, you off there but scary. they recently closed uh i went there when did i go like the day after christmas or um the day that i almost met melissa via senor um i so said it's just oh. lift yeah no it's just lift because i had asked like oh do you guys have uh sandwiches yet i didn't see anybody prepping and they said oh no yesterday was their last day i was like what yesterday no, there's oh. no posting about it or well, anything. Well, hold tight. We've
2: got to confirm that to see if it's if it's
1: confirmed. All right. Well, All right Nicole, Last and year,
0: that was my <laughs> go-to yeah, spot. 2019. And I thought it was going to be for 2020. And then for dinner, um, we go to the Chicken Coop. We go to J-Do's. Oh, um, <coughs> I would say probably our most frequent out of the area is that. Actually, we order delivery because, you know, sometimes we just don't want to leave the house. Uh, Greeny uh, Thai, they oh, deliver. Yeah. I love which green is leaf really thai. nice, and their food is delicious. They, they have really, really good food. Like they're a yes. gym, that a lot of people don't know about. So Greenleaf Thai on Greenleaf is it's really good food.
1: Yeah, actually, I've been going there a lot more this past year. We love Thai food, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. the curry is so good. Yeah, their food so, is really good. Yeah, definitely. Very
0: authentic. Yes.
2: Well, yeah, my I mean my go-to for lunch was uh, JDO. The backup to that was a deli, which is gonna suck if it's not there anymore. I know. Um, And then for, if it was with the kids, I'm at Buffalo Wild Wings. Um,
0: Look at that. Those are my my
2: go-to's, man. man. Um, Yeah, no, this next year with more restaurants coming in, Mm -hmm. I think there'll be more. I heard
0: Buffalo Wild Wings is closing forever. No. (laughs) (laughs) He's saying no. (laughs) All right. That's his go-to spot. (laughs) That's his go-to spot, man.
1: All right, I'll see you there, bud.
2: (laughs) So for next year, 2020, what... uh, What's one thing that that's missing that should be here, Christine?
1: Christine Singer Luna as mayor. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy that was a softball. That was, that right? was, a, that was a softball. Uh,
0: remo for mayor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, uh, us to help a hundred families. No. Yeah, um, 2020. What would be missing? Um, you know, I mean. We always get this, but really good weather year-round.
1: <laughs> year I mean, round.
0: I, I enjoy... I say that because we're here in the patio again, and it's, you know, a little chilly. I don't it's have January
1: it. 2nd, and it's 60 degrees. Yeah, Well, it's colder than 60
0: degrees, eh? Well, it's...
1: Well, the ice water that we... The water that we have is not ice yet, so...
0: No, it's definitely not that cold. It Yeah, it is 6 It's 62 degrees.
1: Ooh, am I from California or what? Yeah.
0: So, but, yeah. but it's seventy degrees the rest of this week. So, I mean, you definitely can't complain. I, I've been watching a lot of football this this last week or so, and you see the the yes. games that are in different areas in the Midwest and the East Coast, and man, it's good to be in a short sleeve at you know six p.m., seven p.m. at night. So, so good weather. Yeah, for two thousand twenty.
1: Jess?
2: So the thing that I, that I think is missing in Whittier is uh, housing. Um, I know I said yes. that before for the last couple of years. In
0: Uptown or just Whittier? Uh,
2: just in general. I mean, obviously Whittier would be the best, uh, more housing in Uptown. Um, but just in general, I think we need a lot more. Um, and that's only going to help for keeping this area thriving. Yeah. I cool. mean, the only way you could keep the economy moving forward um, is, is you need more people to really uh, invest and spend. Uh, here locally So the only way to do it is is bring housing for them So I know there's some housing coming uh, Into play I just wish there was a lot more uh, But I think Isn't there a
0: big state law that passed You want to share about that because I think there, that's really exciting Yeah oh, I mean I mean, okay. there's
2: been a big law That's passed uh, Now it's official January 1st Where you could add uh, Obviously a second unit And in some instances you could add a third unit
0: uh, Into your R1 so your typical family? single family home here in Whittier you could now add for sure at least one more unit and potentially a second unit
2: correct for right.
0: a, i would say a big portion of the city
2: correct correct yeah. and so and that's huge because it it, it, it fills uh, demand that's out there which is affordable housing um, but also again you look around the the, the area there's not many em- empty lots that are vacant yeah. where you could come and build so yeah. that's mm-hmm. solving two two problems or two issues there um and I hope people hold, hold on to this and, and make something of it. Obviously, with everything, you have to do some great planning um, and, and have a good set of plan kind of in place to be able to execute. And I say this not in the sense of actually building a plan or, or putting uh, uh, plans to build, but it's actually putting uh, uh, something in writing for you to be able to understand what that means because uh, it becomes an investment property, right? And so, uh, again, I, I think that's what's missing here in Whittier. And like I said, with adding that component to to the area, it'll definitely start sparking up, sparkly, sparking uh, different sectors. Like one of them, again, is, is the uh,
0: local local businesses. And for more information about that, you reach out to Jesse at 562-522-0056. Two, 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 zero,
1: zero, I have a quick question, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, with this whole you know running for office, I'm learning so much more about the need for housing and homeless prevention, right? So is I believe I believe that I heard that the state, like you can take out a loan, the state will cover it if you're building an ADU. Is that correct?
2: Um, I don't know if it's a state, but I know there's there's like county resources
1: or with local credit unions that will give out loans. Yeah, there's
2: there's local local organizations that would give you or fund you money. Um, but they do put some kind of requirements to it, uh, and most of them—I don't know—I should say most of them. Some of them, one of the requirements is that you have to have it like either like a, a, uh, what is it? Um, Within three months. Affordable, and it should be for low income. Sorry, low income uh, uh, housing. Yeah. Which obviously you have to apply for that, uh, and you have requirements. Or they have different requirements where it has to be in a certain area, and that area might be where there is more need. For low-income uh, housing, so mm-hmm. um, there are programs out there, but again, that becomes, like I said, so that that becomes kind of what you put into your your planning for wanting to do something like that because you need to understand what the real reason behind it is. So,
1: know, to create yeah.
0: more low-income more mm-hmm. housing and specifically yeah. more low-income housing. Exactly. exactly so,
1: okay, cool. Thank you for that. Thank you for that information. Go to j2architects.com to listen more and to learn more about that. And roomoftherealtor dot com. If you're interested in buying or selling in 2020,
2: actually, uh, but I, but one question I was going to say in terms of the market. I like, know everybody keeps talking about, um, you know, last year. The, actually, the last two years, the market has been really strong, uh, both from the like the investment side, but also from the selling side. Right? Um, how do you see 2020 uh, going uh,
0: on the on the Values and you're talking about values or
2: Yeah, or just the market in general, like, like
0: I, I still think the market has more room to grow. I mean last year if you would ask me I would have said we were, we were tracked, but the rents are so strong in the area that you know back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight people walked away from their house because one there was bad loans, but more formerly because if I was paying let's say three thousand for my house and the mortgage I can rent my neighbor's house for $1,500, fifteen $1, hundred, eighteen hundred, so it was easy to jump ship because I was saving a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars. Now that's not the case. You know, rents have gone up so much that, you know, at the end of the day, if I walk away from my property, my home, I have to pay the same in rent. So why would I do that? So I think the. The higher rent costs or housing costs has, is the glue that's really holding us together. So I, I still think we, it's still really affordable. You know, it doesn't seem like if, especially if you're renting at a low amount, but relative to what, you know, market rate is for renting, uh, homeownership is still affordable in that sense. Obviously, it's, you, at this point now, you need typically two incomes. Um, but if you're renting, you know, if you're renting a, a three-bedroom, two-bath house in Eastwood, you're paying twenty-five, twenty-seven, twenty-eight hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah. So if you're paying that, I mean, how much more is a mortgage? And that mortgage is pretty much fixed for
2: thirty years. A while, or where, a while. where
0: housing or rental is.